Welcome to Cast number 8. Isn't that right, Frankenstein? Eh, uh, yes. It is, it is number 8. Number 8, number 8. Hey, hey, number 8. Wombat, Fatsuit, no, I mean Wombat. Yeah, it's Wombat now. Wombat, yeah. Wombat. Thundercats. Roar! Hi, this is GBD, and we're here on location at Digital Life NYC with Dan Reese, the head of marketing for GameTap, and I'm here with Wombat, of course, as well. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Good, great. Thanks for having me. Sure, and sure. It's a pleasure. Um, before we get started, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, GameTap's history on Cheap Ass Gamer. Uh, back uh, when E3, uh, back in May of 2005, I named GameTap Best in Show uh, of E3. It was very controversial uh, at the time, and people were even saying that you know GameTap paid me, which they didn't. Which they didn't. And uh, Dan, you can. You don't even. I saw that on the site when people were tipping in and saying, "How much did they pay?" How much did they pay? So you can settle it once and for all that no, GameTap has not paid me anything yet. And you're <laughs> right, and you're behind in last month's payment, by the way. Um, but, we have deep pockets, but we're not allowed to give it to journalists. I saw that on the site, and I almost chipped in to defend you, but I right. figured that wouldn't help at all. <laughs> that wasn't going to be helpful. So I was very, yeah, I got a nice hug from, from Dan when we met, because uh, he read the uh, article and, and all that. Um, but let's talk a little bit about GameTap. Why don't you give our, our listeners and uh, readers a little an idea of what GameTap is all about? Well, GameTap is sort of the first of its kind broadband entertainment and video games network. So what the hell does that mean? That means uh, Turner Broadcasting has gone out to all the top publishers, game publishers, and gotten over 1,200 games under license. And we've built a uh, 3D interface that they all live in and eventually will live in. Right now we're going to launch, and we launch on Monday, with 300 of those games, okay. over 300 of them actually. Okay. Um, it's a range, and it includes uh, arcade games, console games, PC games, the entire range, all the way from Pong and Pac-Man to Splinter Cell and Beyond Good and Evil, Hydro Thunder, the Sega Dreamcast is emulated in there. I don't think right. anyone else is doing that. You pretty, go from, you pretty much go from Atari 2600 to, to Dreamcast and modern... Fairly modern PC games right. as well. Right. So it's quite the library. And this is really, I think, the first time that anybody has tried to do something like this on such a big scale. Yeah. I mean, there was the Sega Channel back in the Genesis back in, days. I, that was in, I was in college. But we that, had that free in our dorms. But that doesn't really compare to, to something like this, where it's right. just a huge you know, library of games available. Well, the PC is a really powerful platform, and broadband is growing really fast. And we realized that so many people now had access. And what we do really well at Turner is, you know, we don't always have the newest, hottest, and greatest content. You know, that's for other people. We don't, you know, we're not Desperate Housewives when it comes out first. Is that really great it. content? That's Look, I don't, all I'm saying, that was the first new show <laughs> that popped into my mind. I actually well, I haven't watched it. For you. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Anyways, the point being that, that what Turner does is um, is aggregate really good content, really fun stuff that people have, have seen to some extent and love. And we put it all in one place that's easy for them to get to. And we make it fun for them to watch. And um, and well, that's what we're doing with GameTap. We're not making video games here. We're just treating them the same way Cartoon Network treats cartoons or TBS treats funny or TNT treats drama. Sure. So, you know, we're having a lot of fun with it. Additional to the games is some great video content. Yeah, tell us um, a little bit. About that. Yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people are saying, you know, okay, I understand there's a lot of games and they'll be, you know, available to me, but you know, there's ways of getting the games now illegally and 
but I think they don't see the big picture and what else that game tag brings to the picture. So why don't you oh, yeah, tell us sure. about those? Well, there's, a couple, there's a couple different issues there. One is that, yeah, I can get the games illegally. Now, that's a relatively small group of people who are pretty sophisticated, sure, probably sure. your audience, of course. But yes, at the same coming. time, Some well, no, that's fine. That's great. And, and that was music was like that, too. But for a much broader audience, that doesn't mean that iTunes didn't work, right? Yes. This is essentially the iTunes of video games. Yes. You can get it. It's a little bit of a pain, right? You don't know exactly what you're getting when you go out there chasing after it. I've tried it. I've tried it, and I, I didn't. I did it like a couple times. I played a few games, and then like I really never got went back. You can't. You really. It's hard to get into. I just there's something about it. It never feels cohesive when you're playing an emulator. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't work. It, it does, but it doesn't. I mean, yeah, you get the game, but there's just something. It's always a little wonky. Right. But tell us, tell us about the the additional video content. Sure. That yeah. Going to be well, what we've done. I mean, Turner obviously does produce a lot of great video content. If you look at the, you know, Adult Swim or even some of the new shows that we have on TNT and Cartoon Network. I mean, we're doing a lot of innovative things, and we're bringing the same creativity and production talent to GameTap. And what we're going to create is, in addition to the games, is a whole um, a world within the games, a programming world that talks about the games, celebrates them, just loves them to death, because we do. So, um, you know, I, the best I can say is you got to get on, go to our website, get into GameTap and check it out. There's a, a range of things. So you'll have your, you know, one or two quick... Um, one or two quick interstitials, just like you might see on Adam Films, but they're about the game. So Day in the Extra Life is one of our series where the characters are actually talking, just like they might around a water cooler or around, you know, on the street corner, just yeah, chatting about whatever happened. Like, you what know, happened? what you catch the Sopranos last night, or you know, what's up with guys named Carol, or you know, <laughs> did you try the new teeth whitening strips? But it's an alligator and. Uh, Dig Dug, right. you know. Yeah, that's, that's funny. There's actually this one that I love where it's Dig Dug talking to Dig Dug, and he says, uh, you know, so what are you going to name your kid? And he says, well, you know, if it's a boy, we're going to name it Dig Dug. It's the little and characters then, on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, like the little characters. Lives you have left. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're waiting to play, right? Yeah. So they have conversations. And so he says, if it's a boy, I'm going to name it Dig Dug. And if it's a girl, Dig Dug. Right. The other guy's like, oh, that's pretty. And I, saw, I saw another one where you had um, Billy Mitchell, the Pac-Man Right, champion. so it ranges, right? So, the, so there's one-off things that are just fun and they're quick. And then in the, an area called the Mediaplex, which is essentially Game Tap TV or entertainment, right. that's what we're going to have weekly shows in there. And we're going to have Space Ghost in there. He's going to have a weekly oh, interview cool. show. He interviews Billy Mitchell. The next one is Rand Miller. Is that Long Billy Mitchell up now? Yeah, it's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, didn't yeah. I see that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That dirty hippie. I mean, Billy Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. I have a great idea for a new show for, for your new Oh, great. I'd love to hear it. How about a big, bald, white guy moves to Tokyo and runs a video game website called Cheap Ass Gamer? Yeah. And, like, does all kinds of wacky things. And how long are you Tokyo in three weeks. Are you really moving? Yeah. So we don't have to pay for you to move to Tokyo? We don't have to pay for you to move to Tokyo. It's, it's a great deal for the first person that jumps on it. Shoot, can we have like a, a shiny cam, a shiny cam? I have like a, a camera on my head and it'll, it'll track every time I hit my head into something. So <laughs> it'll happen a lot. Nice. As long as it's followed by Wombat TV, I think you got yourself a deal. You know, it's funny you bring that up because um, the Japanese thing, because a lot of our, our games, you know, anytime you have a huge collection of games, you got some that are kind of funny just because they were actually put out, right? right. So, so we have, you know, Mr. Driller is one of my favorites on that one. I mean, that's the kookiest Japanese yeah. game you'll ever see. And so 
there's a lot to explore from the top name titles to other titles that we think um, maybe didn't get the, the credence they deserve. So there are going to be some rarer games. So oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look, what we ideally want for Game Tap is every game ever made inside a Game Tap that you can get. That's right. Um, and you know, we're on our way. We got to over 1,200 titles licensed, and we're going to be rolling new ones in every week, starting with 300, and you know, five or ten. To now, do the games months. run live on the site? Are you downloading? Yeah. Here's what happens. You're a uh, you're a consumer. You go to our website. You sign up for Game Tap. You download. You register. You download you, for your two weeks free. You get so you, basically there's two ways to do it. You give us your credit card and sign up as a subscriber. It's 14.95 a month. You get your first two weeks free. Or there's another little path you can take where you can get in there and check it out and play a few sample games and get the experience before you put your money down. Um, we're pretty confident that once people see it, um, they're gonna love it. So once you, you download the, it's an application that you download onto your desktop and um, and basically it's the stage the way I describe it because I'm not a technical guy but I describe it as it's the stage and on that stage uh, the games play out the video plays out as you request it right so we, we're essentially sending it to you streaming it to you um, but the download times are extremely quick uh, especially for the smaller file games I answered my next question yeah yeah how long does it take yep. um, about 90 maybe 80% of the games on GameTap are down within 15 to 30 seconds and you're being entertained with really fun programming that's when they show away. like the oh, deep yeah, yeah, that's great that's a great idea it's, yeah. very, it's super slick and we're going to go play it when, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we're done the longer we'll games, the mics on while we're playing yeah yeah a bigger, um, a bigger file game like a Splinter Cell or Beyond Good and Evil will take a little while longer to come down. But uh, while it's coming down, you can do that in the background and you can play the entire catalog of games at the same time. So you're not sitting there waiting ever for more than 20 seconds for it to play. Now, control-wise, this is my yeah. next big question. Yep. Most of these games were developed with a controller in mind, not the keyboard. Right. Is there a peripheral that you recommend for game tech? Is there a game? T- is there a, a controller that your testers use? One that Actually, it's, it's it's a little broader than that. The answer is yes and no. The, the yes is yes. We recommend um, any of the Logitech controllers, which are the market-leading USB plug-in controllers. Um, and and um, we have maps, so essentially you can play on the keyboard. You can use your mouse. Um, or you can plug in just about any USB controller, and we'll recognize it, and we'll... Um, We'll map to it, and we'll tell you what your controls are. So, you know, we're very confident in our ability to handle the top 30 or 40 controllers on the market. Um, I think there's something like 150 controllers on the market, uh, and we are increasingly honing in and getting better at each and every one. Cool. Yeah, because yeah. that was, for me, that's important. You know, it the is game, important. It's, Absolutely. You know, the you games are not... Xbox 360 controller. That's probably... USB controller. USB controller. Because the games, you know, the games are only as good as your ability to play them. Yeah. At least that's what I think. Yeah. And if the ease of use is there, the downloading's there, if the games are there, then I don't, you know, yeah. I can see why it was named your best in show. I mean, for me at E3, it was just sort of the most innovative thing that I saw there. I mean... You saw Xbox 360, which you saw like Top Spin 2. It looks slightly better than Top Spin 1. Great. Uh, but GameTab really has the potential for something big. Are you going to be building like a community within GameTab? Yeah, absolutely. I know you're, you're going to be tracking high scores uh, across right, right. Uh, most of the games that make right. sense. Um, will, that, will we see like a, message, a GameTab message board? Absolutely. I mean, a community, first of all, takes, takes a little time to build and you need people. Sure. So we're just launching on Monday. Sure, so sure. as soon as we have uh, some critical mass, the first things that we'll be doing are, are relatively 
simple but fun, right? So we'll be having any game that's scored will be there'll be leaderboards across the service, and we'll have contests. I will um, not be on those. <laughs> <laughs> I am well, not that good. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe you go back in the maybe day. Maybe I Batman register on day one. Yeah, right. get in there. Right, right. So we'll have contests. The winners, you know, we might fly out and do a little film piece, and they'll be seen. So that's the initial beginnings of community. Um, we'll evolve quickly. I mean, we'll we'll move into our rewards and identity message. Uh, we're actually calling it right now the meta game in our heads. Okay. We'll come up with a better name, I'm sure. But uh, basically, that's you know, it, you'll be the more games you play, the more rewards you'll get, uh, and then there'll be you'll have badges and. and things to win uh, based on your skill. So it's a kind of a frequency and skill type of thing. They'll also be on our website. We'll be developing a message boards of community as well. And, and by the way, we're seeing a ton of great game tap conversations happening already outside of us, places like Cheap Ass Gamer. And we'll have people out there kind of talking to the folks on your site, if that's all right, to, to let them, get them the information that Absolutely. they need. No, yeah, well, we have to do that. My other question really is for the larger games, a game like a Beyond Good and Evil, yeah, yeah. and a Splinter Cell, the ability to save your game and pick it up at any time, is that there? The way it works right now is if the game originally was designed as a saveable game, you can save. Okay. Um, if it wasn't, you can't. And that's part of the game tap proposition, right? These are the original games. So this is not a flash knockoff. We've right. gone out and we've worked with every game publisher, and every game publisher has approved each game, um, looked at it, how it's played, and guaranteed it as authentic. Um, so we've worked really hard on the emulation, uh, and that's really important to us to bring, to, because obviously, you know, if you are a fan of 2600 games, you want to have that exact Experience. You currently, unless you have a 2600 that works, you can't get that, and that's part of what GameTap's all right, about. That's what, what, that's what your customers right. are paying for. Well, yeah, and so you know, I think you got to think about GameTap in two ways. One is the most dedicated gamers think it's awesome because all the games that they've ever played are there and preserved in a way that is that honors their creation in the same way that that uh, TCM honors a movie. Right. Um, for the more mainstream group, I mean, this is something that brings access to all these games in one place and really gets them involved in the world of gaming. 50 year old women. Uh, They're going to love Tetris. it. They're going to love it. And that's <laughs> probably, you're probably right now Flash. trying to figure out how to get 50 year old women to know about games out. Yeah, no, look, we got, we've got we done a lot of research. Yes, for housewives. We've done a lot of research and yeah. women want to play video games. A lot of them are playing. They're playing puzzle games. They're playing online right. games. A lot of them have consoles and are playing. But for the most part, the gaming world just tends to be a little bit intimidating for them, right? I mean, it's kind of like... You now haven't grown up playing games. You're playing a few puzzle games. Do you want to go drop 300 bucks on an Xbox, or do you want a toe in the water? And GameTap is exactly the best place to put a toe in the water. And then you'll grow, and then you will get the Xbox, and you will start to play the more complex new games. Yes. We will. Here's the big question. A lot of people have asked me this. Um, yeah. Will there be in the future multiplayer on GameTap? Is that something yeah. you're looking at? Yeah, it's absolutely. We're looking at a million different things for the okay. future of GameTap, and, and you know, Mac version is on the in the hopper. We're looking at that. We're looking at a GameTap to go kind of system where you oh, don't have to be great. tethered to broadband. And this is the this is the first of an evolution of products. Um, the multiplayer thing is something that we actually could do now. Um, but again, we looked at the market as much broader than the, the current sort of hardcore game sure. market. And if you look at it, you know, there's 55 million people who have broadband and play games. That's a huge audience. If you, if you sum up all the people playing MMOGs or on Xbox Live, you're still talking about 5 million. And everybody else is a little bit intimidated by that, sure. right? I think back to when I was in the arcades when I was a little kid and I had my quarters 
up and I'd go there early to the bowling alley and play my ass off. And then, uh, you know, the, good, the older kids would come in and I'd slink into the background. I'd be scared to put my quarter up. And that's what it's like in the MMO, you know, in the, in the uh, multiplayer game world right now for a lot of people. So we will be launching that. Um, it's not a technical challenge. It's more about what we want to deliver to our audience. You have to find time. the right game yeah. where it makes sense. Right. And, uh, I always say, though, it would probably be the fulfillment of a lifelong dream to play you in combat while you're in Japan. <laughs> combat. Yeah. Combat no, honestly, on the Atari online multiplayer would be one of the greatest things ever made. Believe me, we are, we're all over it. We realize that exactly how much fun it would be and, and how connecting it would be for people who grew up playing these games to be able to do that. And combat is a kick-ass game. Combat, it's like the best body language game ever because you can kind of, I mean, I find myself in all kinds of contortions. Oh, it would be great. I, I mean, I could, get, I could sell my father on, on game tech with an online combat because I'll play off because when I was... Four years old, I played my father in combat, and now it's I'll play you in combat. That'll be awesome. You don't even have to leave your your house. Yeah, I think my last question is, how long before we see a thousand games on up on GameTap ready to be played? Wow, that's a big question. I can't answer that question. Okay. Here's why: um, you have to understand the the process of when we go out and license a game, and we have 1,200 or so in the catalog right now. From when we do that to when that game gets on the system, right? You have, to have, you have to have programmers well, go through the game and make it. Even before that, there are legal clearances, right? So a lot of these game companies have been bought and sold, and the, their IP is owned by multiple different people. So we can license the game from the current holder. Then we need to kind of back into that piece. Then we need to make sure it's working right. Then we need to get the publishers in there to look at it. I mean, and, and again, we want to be authentic. We want to make sure we provide a quality experience. So we're being a little bit cautious about how many we roll in at a time. But again, we're going to roll start with over three. We're going to roll in new ones all the time, and I think, you know, 500 is not that far off. 1,000 is... A little farther off. Well, we might get there, but, yeah. you know. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Dan. Thank really you, guys. It. Really appreciate your time and your support. Yeah. It's our pleasure. Oh, wait, this is where we turn off this microphone. No, no, no. Wait, wait first, first I present you oh. with the... Uh, the Honorary Cheap-Ass uh, Gamer T-shirt? Well, it's a real T-shirt. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. yeah limited real limited real. edition. <laughs> Can I tie this one around my head today? Absolutely. Please. Yeah. Want. And the uh, break dates crew later on. I give one to Shigeru Miyamoto, the father of Mario and Zelda. Couple weeks ago, but I think he probably just left his in the garbage can at Rockefeller Center. Probably, he might not have. Okay, you don't know yeah. like jokes. okay thanks a lot. Thank you guys. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Let's go play some games. Yes. All right, we're back in the studio now, and we have a great chance to talk we about... We leapt through time. We leapt through time. It's now Monday night, and uh, we had the whole weekend to think about what we saw at at the Digital Life Expo at the Javits Center in New it York City. It was fun. It was pretty good. I, I think yeah. their theme this year is uh, slightly less gay than last year. Although I did do my fair share of shameless ass-kissing in that interview. Yeah, and you did actually try to get every possible piece of swag possible, yeah, which was so pretty slim pickings there. It was. I mean, the best thing there, someone mentioned it on the uh, message boards, was uh, the foam pig, pig yeah. and the new egg t-shirt. But the GameTap guy was pretty cool, the definitely. The GameTap guy was cool. And he gave me that nice big hug when we first met. Like he, yes. That was like a real hug, you know? That wasn't like a bullshit No, hug. it was an emotional hug. I know. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. He still wouldn't take my resume. <laughs> well, he will. We'll, we'll make him take it. Yes. We'll, <laughs> we'll make him do our bidding. Some sh selfish, shameless self-promotion for myself. Yeah. So, so besides Game Game Tap, which obviously you know everybody knows, I'm a big fan of Game Tap. But uh, let's talk about some of the other things that we saw on the show floor. Or actually, let's talk about something that we didn't see on the show floor. Ah, this is a big one. Xbox 360. They had some video footage. It was. I was frankly shocked that there was yeah, no playable Xbox 360 on the show floor. I'm sure they had it like behind the scenes for the press, but 
And we're not the real press. No, we could have. Look, we could have got in there, but I've played enough games. Sure. The point is this. (laughs) The point is this. They, you know, the Xbox comes out in about a month, and it was conspicuously absent. And I know, like, people were willing to make a very long trip to come to New York City to play that, and it was nowhere to be seen. I was surprised. I was honestly surprised. I was hoping to get some good... 360 playtime in there. Yeah, so uh, maybe uh, not so much confidence coming from the Microsoft corner uh, this time around. I don't huh? know if it's not ne- if it's necessarily not so much confidence as much as it is maybe they just don't care about the Digital Life Convention. They it was well attended. It seemed very well it attended. It was packed. I it mean, they, packed. a lot of school kids. But st- but hey, I don't know. I I was quite frankly uh, dis- very disappointed in. Yeah. But enough about that. Let's talk about some of the things that we liked. Ah, uh, we like Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. You loved Guitar Hero. I did. There's the video footage of it, of me playing. Yeah, we'll get that up there. You wouldn't even let me play, really. No. I got to play for about five seconds, and then when I lost in five seconds, you were like, all right, give it back. Yeah, I'm a selfish bastard. Yeah, but you did much better than I did. Yes, our friends at Red Octane were very nice and let us play a lot. Yes. It's very cool. If you've played Amplitude before or Frequency, this is basically uh, very similar, but you're using a, a guitar to enter in... It All plays the, more like a bass, to be perfectly honest. But, you know. Bass hero? Bass hero. It is more like bass hero than guitar hero. Right. But, you know, that's just me grasping at straws here. But, yeah, it's a very cool. If you're into music uh, or rhythm games, this, you know, is right up your alley. Yeah. You think it's worth 70 bucks? Because that's what it, that's what, you know, you got to pay for the yeah, guitar. Yeah, that's, and I mean, it's hard to warrant paying $70 for a peripheral that only has one game. Yeah, hopefully they'll the, the the game will do well and they'll be able to release you know different music uh, songs. The songs are great. The songs were the best part of Guitar Hero. If you like you know some old fashioned like Boston more than a feeling. Yeah, I was like getting my lighter in the air. I was ready. Some smoke on the water. Some the Ramones were in there. It was good stuff. Yeah, I like it. They had this Black Sabbath. Yes. I'm looking yeah, forward to that. Uh, hopefully I can get somebody to send that to me in Japan. Cause, uh, we'll see. That's where I'll be when it comes out, I guess. Maybe I'll forward you mine. Yes. That'd <laughs> be sweet. So uh, Nintendo had a pretty big showing there, they too. They did. They had a nice showing. They had a couch and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, they did. We, we sat on the couch. We played Mario Strikers. While the PMS clan girls were uh, watching Oggling. us. Ogling. Uh, yes. The there was that one that kept hitting on you. Yeah, right. She was. Okay. That's, that's what, how it looked to me. Right. Between her and the guy from GameTap, my dance card is full. <laughs> exactly. You're a popular man. Um, but, I can't compete. But I did enjoy playing Mario Strikers. That's a, that's a pretty fun game. I mean, it's very simple, uh, very simple soccer game. But that's the type of game that, you know, you'll have four guys in your dorm room and you won't be able to get rid of them because they're going to be playing soccer. It was day. fun. It was definitely fun with uh, multiplayer. I mean, we didn't play any single player at all. It was just me against you. Yeah. I won, by the way. And uh, <coughs> By the way. By the way. Uh, <clears throat> but it was fun. I mean, you know, you play as you, you pick your character, very similar to the Mario baseball type where you pick one character and right. then every other character is the same type of Mario character, whether right. it be a Koopa or a, a Birdo or a... Something it sort of reminded me, I know the gameplay is, to- is totally different, but in the type of game it is, uh, it reminded me of Super Bomberman. In like, it's like an addictive multiplayer game that you know, you're going to have, have a tough time getting people out of your room. If you let people in your room. If you let people in your room. That's, that's what happened in my dorm room. It was basically uh, Super Bomberman all mm. the time. I was a GoldenEye man yeah. back in my dorm room. It was mm. all, all GoldenEye all the time. See? Well, 
What else? What else did Nintendo have there? They had a lot. They had Mario Kart DS there. Playable. You played Mario Kart. I never got a chance to. It's you know, it's just like all the other Mario Karts, but now it's on your DS. I you know, the big selling point is the Wi-Fi multiplayer, but I didn't get a chance to try that out. I just played the single well, player. They only had one DS. They only had one. So with the yeah. one you know with that game in it. Yeah. So if you're into Mario Kart, you'll like it. But if you're looking for like a new Mario Kart uh, experience. I think you're not going to find it here. It's just the same. It seemed to be like the same as all the other Mario Karts, but that may not be a bad thing depending on what you're looking for. While you were playing that, I was playing Animal Crossing on the DS. Yeah, what'd you think of that? It's it's you know it's very similar to the it's Game Boy uh, Game Boy GameCube counterpart. It's almost the same game. It actually feels a little bigger than the GameCube version. I mean, it's it was hard to say because it was kind of weird just jumping in. If you've ever played Animal Crossing, it's not the game that you're gonna play for five minutes at like a trade show and be like, "Oh, I have a good taste of the yeah, game." Yeah, and it's hard to jump in on someone else's character. Right. I believe the character and that they the default character they had was named Swishy. Swishy, huh? Swishy. That's a great name. Yes, I mean you know the it's weird. Also, it, the screen looks strange graphically. It's odd because when the character moves. He kind of stays in one place, and it seems like the background moves. Like those old cartoons? Like an old cartoon, and it's kind of round. It's weird. Yeah. It looks like a rotoscope background. It's very interesting. But when I'm sure I'm going to pick it up when it comes out because I was addicted to the GameCube version, and I'm sure they'll work out all the kinks by the time it's ready. When's that supposed to come out? I have no No, idea. No clue. Well... Before Christmas, I want to say. Yeah. What else did we see at Digital Life that was really exciting? I mean, I don't think really anything. I, You know, the... <laughs> How many times did I walk around the show floor saying, I can't believe there's no Xbox 360 It was pretty here. much all you did. You were like a zombie. <laughs> right. Where, what? No <laughs> Xbox 360? They showed a, They did show, to be fair, they did show a little demonstration of like the Xbox 360 media center yes, capabilities, which, kinda, which I refused to watch yeah. because I was so disappointed. We walked away from that. And we also refused to go to the Xbox 360 keynote address. Just because I figured it was the exact same thing as Tokyo Game Show, and there was way too many people waiting there. There were a ton of people waiting for that. Yeah. Well, they were giving out free sandwiches for that. And T-shirts, I heard, and t-shirt. too. Well, t-shirts and sandwiches. We missed our sandwich and our T-shirt, but uh, we got to play Guitar Hero for another 30 minutes before it opened up to the to the uh, general audience. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. Mucho. All right. Well, that's pretty much the Digital Life Expo at NYC. Hopefully... Next year, they'll have even more gaming stuff. Uh, it, clearly, it's well attended. I mean, it seems to be like Zip, Zip Davis puts this together, this whole yeah. thing together. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it's working out for them. Yeah, I'm so far, so good. Seemed like, uh, yeah, there were no tumbleweeds, certainly no tumbleweeds uh, blowing by. No, there were a lot of people there. It, just, it would be nice if there was a bigger game turnout. It seemed really like Sega was the only company that really put into having their games yeah. playable there. Yeah, it was very s- similar to last year in mm-hmm. terms of uh, the amount of games playable. So I was disappointed in that. Yes, but if you're looking for where to get stuff for your iPod, that probably was the place. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, so and we also saw, uh, you know, I don't know, nothing really too exciting, I guess. Nope. No. Well, let's move on to the gaming deals part of our show. Ah, we have gaming deals. Yes, there's a couple of things going on. Currently, we have the EB Games fall sale. Yes, which I took advantage of the trade-in deal on Saturday. Oh, what's the what's the trade-in deal this time? I uh, received 25% trade-in credit when you trade three or more different PS2, Xbox, GameCube, PSP, DS, GBA games. No exclusions. Limit nine games per customer. Nice. So what would you trade in? I traded in three games. I traded in X-Men Legends 2. Nice. I traded in my God, Hulk. God, you've finished that already, huh? Yeah, I, you know, I had enough. Right. I traded in the Hulk, 
And I traded in Mario Tennis. Wait, you didn't finish the Hulk, though, did you? No, I didn't finish the Hulk. I finished the Hulk. You're a better man than I am. Yes, yes, yes. But it was good, and I, I lumped it in with some menial credit I already had, and now I have... Uh, some slightly more than menial credit. Some slightly more than menial credit. I have, I have a couple of games coming my way now that I don't have to use real money for. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I got to I gotta get over there and trade in my old PS2 at some point, because that's another one of their deals, right? Uh, extra 10 bucks if you trade in a console. Yeah. I got in on that when they did that like months ago, and I got the slim PS2. That's what I, I just ordered the slim. Overstock was had a deal. Uh, it was 135 bucks shipped for a slim PS2 with uh, after coupon. Cool. I was all over that. So I like my slim PS2. It's weird though because you can't really turn it off. But oh, there's no power switch. There's it? no power switch. You just kind of leave it on like sleep mode. Standby. Yeah. yeah. That's that's okay. But you get used to it. I, I have no uh, problem with that. No, I didn't think you would. And uh, so that's that's part of the sale. There's a few other trade-in offers. Um, there's also a whole bunch of uh, deals where you're getting a, a ten or twenty dollar EB gift voucher. Uh, just go to just go to the cheapassgamer.com and you'll see it. It's right on the front page, and you get a link to the whole sale. Um, but there's a there's a lot of stuff there. Too much to uh, to uh, get into too much detail. But they got a decent deal on Jade Empire, which is uh, which is a great game. Yeah, I played I really through it twice. Yeah, I just picked that up. It's real fun. It is fun. Uh, if you like, if you're into Knights of the Old Republic, but you were looking for like sort of a, a more involved combat system, like where you're actually like mashing buttons a little bit, uh, you'll enjoy Jade Empire. Yes. And uh, yeah, some other good deals too. But check out Cheap Ass Gamer for for the rest of that sale. And uh, what else we got? We got the the Toys R Us, the big sale, the buy two get one free sales coming up. Yes, uh, this Sunday. weekend, Sunday. S- Sunday it starts. So it starts on Sunday, and my offer still stands. We'll go together. We'll buy two games. Right, and you get the free game, and I get so the, free it, one. the sale is completely meaningless for myself. Yeah, but I win. So I don't know how I could pass that up. But I, uh, don't, I don't see how you have any option. No. Well, i got to still figure out what I'm going to get with that. Probably a bunch of Xbox Live. What, there's some new Xbox Live games coming out. There are? Yeah, I don't know what they are, but uh, somebody with uh, Jacket was telling me about them, and I've already forgotten what they are, but I'll I'll uh, do my research on that Sounds before, exciting. before I head over there, because uh, that's going to keep me sane in Japan. I think hopefully playing Xbox Live. Cool. And speaking of Japan, uh, yes. as many people have noticed, we have the Win Cheapies Games contest active on the front page, which I'm not eligible for. Well, you're eligible for it, I guess. Not really. But your chances of winning are, are getting uh, slimmer as the day goes, uh, yeah, all as the, the hour goes by. People who have never posted before are... Uh, Coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, yeah we have a, over 2,500 entries uh, to win my 30-plus games and That's more bunch than of we have listeners. Uh, yeah, yeah, but maybe not for long. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, you should change the rules. The rules should be uh, post your favorite quote from the CAGCast. <laughs> right. How about uh, get Wombat a new job and then you win? (laughs) (laughs) I would give someone 30 games. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check out, you know, check out the uh, contest and check out my my photo of my big stack of games there and uh, get in there. Now you have to change the topic to write the cheapies big stack. My stack. Right. Um, So what's next? Uh, Some new games coming out this week. What do we got? We got... What do uh, we got that's good? Don't give me any of the crap. Well, here's the problem. There's a lot of anticipated games coming out this week. The Warriors, right? Warriors. I have not read a review. You know, I wa- when I heard The Warriors was coming out, I, I rented the movie, and I know I'm going to get flamed to high hell for this, but I really thought that was like a really lame movie. Have you seen that movie? I have. I like that movie. God. It was like Clockwork Orange, but with like, but like a joke. 
It well, yeah, it is kind of a joke. I it's guess. fun. It is a. It's just fun. It's kind of mindless. I think. I think probably I was in the wrong mindset at the time, and I was Maybe. looking for something like real kick ass and like. But it was like really silly. The day before I got married was the last time I watched the Warriors. Yeah. It was I sat there. That's for some reason I got suckered into watching. Well, that. I'm very skeptical that this game is going to be good just because it's got a whole marketing tie tie in with a DVD release. Yeah, and it feels just like. I don't know when they're when they're trying real hard like that. It feels like, uh, and you haven't seen really a whole bunch about the game. I haven't seen much about it at all. I've seen a few screenshots yeah. and stuff, and it, it's supposed to be just like a beat 'em up, you know, like uh, it's probably like state of emergency dragon or something like that. But I don't know. I'm yeah. thinking it's going to be a generic renderware uh, game. I'll together. give it the, the big meh. Yeah, let's see though. But I haven't played it, so I don't. No, wanna, we can't I don't say anything. Trash I can't say anything yet. Too bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit late for that. Right. Um, Blitz comes out this week. Some people are actually like interested in that game. I don't know if it's because they hate EA and they just like it's the only other non-EA football game. Well, see, the problem with that, though, is this. It's the fact that no reviews yet. Yeah. So even if you hate EA, would you buy a bad football game just to spite another company? No, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't either. There's some people. But there's been a sort of a buzz about it. There's been a lot of buzz. That's what bothers me, that there's no reviews. They've been hyping this game for a year and a half now. Yeah. We'll and, see. Yeah, not one review copy sent out? I'll keep my expectations low on that one. But we'll see. And be, hopefully be pleasantly surprised. Maybe. Um, let's see. What else is coming out? The Bible game? <laughs> Wait, I already pre-ordered that, actually. I know you did. Yeah. Play as Moses. <laughs> Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't wait to part the sea, the Red Sea. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Good time had by all. Uh, also coming up this week, we have Tony Hawk American Wasteland. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you haven't had your full of the previous 30,000 versions of the Tony Hawk game. But this one's going to finally be uh, on Xbox Live, I think. This is, is it? The, I think is this is the, the first, first one, one that's going to be on Xbox Live. Oh, that's kind of neat, I guess. Those games are sort of fun online, those Tony Hawk games, but the problem is there's there's always, like, most of the people that I wind up playing against are the people that can do, like, this crazy multi-million point combos. Yeah, I don't, I can't do And I just, you know, I just want to, like, make myself and skate around. and That's pretty much all I do with that know, game. And then I get sick of it and never play it again. Exactly. Uh, we got the highly anticipated Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, I, I got the demo for that in the I mail. I did, too. Did you play it? I did. What did you think? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, you know. It's a little clunky control-wise. It was the frame rate was a little clunky, I thought, and you know the controls. Yeah, it was a little clunky, but what bothered me the most was was the frame rate, and you know the Eco, which is the game that mm-hmm. uh, this development team made before. It's not yes. really a sequel. Uh, this game isn't really a but true sequel, but stylistically, but it's, it's stylistically, very it's similar. yeah, it is very similar. But I seem to remember that that game was was really like smooth as silk, like pretty much. Um, so I was a little disappointed. My big problem with the demo was the camera. The camera was just a pain in the butt to control, and it didn't go where you wanted it to. No. And, and it was hard to climb up that giant grass stone monster guy with the camera not going where you wanted okay. it Okay. Well, I didn't actually com- finish the demo. I couldn't kill that guy. But, yeah, uh, well. It was, you know, it was cool. It got a good review at, uh, at a Yeah, game the spot reviews today. have been positive. I'm just, you know, maybe they fixed the problems from the demo. Maybe. Hopefully. Because yeah. I love, you know, I love Eco. It's one of my, my favorite PS2 games. Well, there you go. Emotional. Jack X, the new Jack and Daxter. This is the racing. This is the racing one. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, Twisted Metal with Jack. Right. I can't wait. Pass. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have this week? We have new SpongeBob SquarePants game. Oh, boy. Crash Team Racing. Oh boy! 
They're selling that at my local Blockbuster on for the PS1 for for two dollars. By the way, that's you should go pick it up. Mm. Uh, let's see what Crash it is. Bash. Yes, Fire Emblem, GameCube exclusive goodness. Fire Emblem. Yeah. Yeah, people have been waiting for this. I've never played a Fire Emblem game, so I don't know. Any, I have no opinion. You have nothing to say about it. I have absolutely nothing. Except that it's coming out this week. Uh, and there are characters from the game that are in Super Smash Brothers. That's pretty much all I got. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. I got it's more than I got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm worthless. I think that's pretty much it for new releases uh, yeah. for this week. I think uh, towards the end of the month we're going to see some some bigger titles, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I got Ninja Gaiden Black yesterday, and that's going to keep me occupied for a little while. Very cool. As I, I play in Ninja Dog mode. I just beat Resident Evil 4 last night. Oh. It was very emotional. Was it? Yeah, because I have to send it back. for. I have to cancel my Gamefly subscription and send all my games back before I get the hell out of here. Uh, I didn't know. I thought you bought it. Nope. I Gamefly'd it. Ah, you Gamefly'd it. Nice. Yeah. It was fun. Great it game. Fun. My Long. favorite one. 22 hours it took me. Oof. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. And Mrs. GP enjoyed it, too. It's still my pick for a probably game of the year. Even though it's not over yet. Yeah. It's just very satisfying to blow the heads off of things, I think. Yeah. I think that's really basically what it comes down to. It always is. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. This show has uh, gotten cut. It's a long episode today. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we had a big interview, though. So yeah. yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. We'll see you next week. It's my last week in the U.S. Uh, this is two weeks and counting, so next week's my last week. Yes. Oh, and I want to thank... Uh, Faster Cowboy for the theme song. And we also want to thank... Uh, Thornbon. Yes, Thornbon 3, 3 for the... The weird intro that he sent us. The weird intro that he sent us. It's supposed to be for Halloween, but it's... Uh, it's a little early. It's a little early. <laughs> but we but he said eat in it, so we had to use it. We I had guess. to use it this week. And we're going to close out with me playing Gunstar Heroes on GameTap. Sweet. Enjoy. Catch you next time, guys. Definitely. Incredibly well, so... A lot of fun we can have with controllers also, so I think we'll hear from us in the future about, you know, GameTap branded like controllers out in the Yeah, I mean, roller, I mean, there's just so many different controllers over the years, and, and yeah. you know, we're working on a partnership that'll get us pretty close to doing some really cool things. Yeah, that was my...